It's time to breathe new life into the social entrepreneur by empowering you to make a living through fulfilling work that will impact lives. You'll make money, but more importantly, you'll make a difference. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast. It's time to build a business with purpose. Now here's your host, Adam Force. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Adam here. Uh, this is a new segment, which is part of the Change Creator Podcast show. Um, you know, we all have these experiences that change our perspectives in our, our lives and business. And for years, I've been capturing that in my notebook. Um, and as I get more and more questions from you guys, I decided, you know, one day I just sat down here and recorded my thoughts rather than writing them down. And um, this is the unedited raw stream of thought. And I'm just going to start throwing it out there. Uh, if you guys have uh, experiences that you want to share that you think other people can learn from, uh, we want to hear from you so just stop by our website shoot a note and uh, we can have that conversation let's dive in i know you're gonna dig this if there is one thing that's been on my mind a lot it is authenticity you know you look at the different stories you read all the different uh, books um, and you're trying to figure out how do i sell how do i influence how do i make a product that people love and we overcomplicate this process so much. Um, you know, every step of the way, there's a different book, course, or whatever that dives deep into this area. It might be the marketing of an idea, it might be the construction of an idea, it might be how well you talk about an idea or write copy on a web page, all these different things. And when you start actually putting a business together and you got a product or an idea that you're selling digitally, um, you go and you realize, wow, I got to do all this copy. I've got to do the marketing behind it. I've got to come up with, you know, the, the way it looks. And there's just so many steps. Um, and they're all very important, but it can be a little overwhelming when you look at it that way. And then your mind gets extremely tactical, at least mine did. And so, you know, change creator, um, has been going on for just you know, over a year and a half, I guess now. Yeah, about a year, and, a little less than a year and a half. And, um, you know, it's very easy to get close to what you're doing. Um, and what I've realized, and this is just, for me, I, I, I noticed it through other people's stories, actually. And I was like, watching either shows, documentaries, reading books. And, and as I kept hearing these stories, as I was trying to dig into how to do all those things I just mentioned, you know, do them better and better. Um, you know, you're always trying to grow. Um, you start to realize certain stories, like what is, what's behind them that work so well? And it's, it's, it's like, if you speak authentically, um, if there's authentic, authenticity behind what you're saying, and you don't have to create authenticity, that's the worst kind. You're not trying to create it um, because it's not there. It should just be there if you're, if you're pursuing the right idea. Um, I recently, you know, just to throw this out there, what really triggered me is my first video I ever made um, talking about why I'm doing Change Creator. Um, you know, at that point, I haven't been so engulfed with everything, all the different interviews, ideas, and how I'm talking about my business and finding my voice and all those things as a brand. Um, I was, I was pre that, right? And so when I spoke about the video, it was very focused on just the original reason why I ever even 
came to, to fall in love with the idea of social entrepreneurship. You know, I've always been an activist, um, you know, trying to protect the rainforest. I love the rainforest. Or trying to um, stop, you know, plastic pollution. Um, you know, I'd go out on the beaches in remote areas of Costa Rica and I'd see these plastic particles, but there's nobody out there, but there's plastic on the beaches. Or, you know, you scroll through Facebook and you see, you know, you hear about these studies. Oh, people who are on Facebook too much become depressed. You know, while that's a bad thing, at the same time, it's a good thing because there is so much poison on Facebook. And when I say poison, to me, that is, here's this, you know, whale that's been trapped for, you know, 40 years that was kidnapped from its family, but it puts on shows all the time for SeaWorld, for people's entertainment. That's depressing. Um, here's these animals in a slaughterhouse. That's depressing. Um, you know, here's this corrupt government doing X, Y, and Z. That I mean, the sto- story after story after story, you know where it goes. So yeah, people should be depressed, but it's also a sign saying, hey, here's all the stuff that's wrong with the world. And why do we just keep seeing the same types of headlines and themes over and over? What, <laughs> what do we have to do to change this? Can it be changed? Is this the only way of living? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so at all. And I have you know, studied other people who have come up with other ideas, but those ideas to change the system, change our social structures, they become radical. And I guess they are, you know, but patchworking something, I have noticed, this doesn't work. Um, you know, it's like putting a patch on a boat sooner or later, it leaks again, and you're not, maybe you need a new boat, not a patch, right? So um, you look at the way things are going, and it's, it, it's, it could be stressful, and it frustrated me a lot. Um, and I, I wanted to, I was like, I love the idea of making a living helping one of these things that drives me nuts, you know, like, I, it's just, how do you not want to contribute to something like that? Um, and maybe at that point, it was, it was for me, someone told me, and when you told that story in your video, that came through of how much that bothered you and why you're doing what you're doing. And now, as I was talking about it a year and a half later, I was told that I kind of lost that. Not that I don't feel the same way, but I was so wrapped up in, you know, what kind of words am I using? How am I positioning this? And I got so tactical and strategic that I lost that heart. So I started thinking, well, how do you find that heart again? That's the most important thing. And when I look at other people, uh, you know, I listen to Russell Brunson, who I admire greatly. He does amazing, amazing work. And he's saying here, I looked at the characteristics of, you know, a great leader. And the first thing he says is he, he has charisma. Um, you know, what creates charisma though? It's because these people so deeply, deeply had a desire for what they were doing as a mission that it came off as this deep, passionate expression. No matter how they decided to express it, you know, in person, speaking to these large crowds, that passion reached people. And it was there. He was there. They had charisma because they found this thing in their heart that they had so much faith that they were going to make it happen. They had to. They had no choice. So they pursued this mission and it came off as charismatic. And so, you know, you don't want to sit there and say, well, I have this product and now I have to be a charismatic leader. I think it's more important that the idea makes you charismatic. You don't become charismatic strategically because you know you should. You need the idea you have and the mission that you're pursuing to make you charismatic. If you're not feeling charismatic, um, you know, you're probably pursuing something for the wrong reason. 
Um, not that you can't make money and all those things, but sooner or later, you'll hear story after story of very successful people and they'll tell you that you can't buy your fulfillment. Um, and then you'll hear people like the Dalai Lama tell you that what really creates happiness is this idea of purpose and giving back. And then people like me who've had the honor and, and luck to talk to someone like Tony Robbins uh, with an interview have learned that he says the same thing. It's about playing for something bigger than yourself because the most sacred gift you can give is your labor. Um, but they're coming across these things and they give their reasons why in their life, why they think these things. And Tony's story is pretty amazing. But the long story short is there's always this common thread between how people define the, the core of you know, what is success, happiness, these things. Um, and while in today's you know, system and economy, money is a big important part of it. Um, you, know, you can't put food on the table without it. You can't live the lifestyle you want without it. Um, it is a good thing. And as long as you don't believe that and you hate money, um, I've learned that you just won't have much of it. You know, you're not gonna, if you hate black jelly beans, you're probably not gonna have any. Um, it's a very simple concept. And you know, you read books like, um, what is it called? The uh, Napoleon Hill. I can't even remember the name of it right now. Where the fuck is that? Uh, oh, Think and Grow Rich. You, you, look, you read books like Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. Um, and you read books by Mark Joyner, um, who was a mentor to Russell Brunson. And you're finding whether it's marketing or the, it's always about the psychology, the power of the psychology. And so stop trying to fake it though. <laughs> That's what makes it really difficult. Um, get an idea that makes you an authentic, charismatic speaker that, that is really actually getting to an issue that, you know, it's bothering you because it's an issue. You don't have to solve, you know, global hunger, but you can find a part of it and look at your skills and say, what can I do to contribute to changing this problem? Um, it could be on a small community scale, and that's probably a good idea because you start there and you expand the idea and you scale it out. Um, it's just really interesting though. And so the important part of what I am just really trying to share is um, authenticity is not something you try and create. Um, it is a very attractive thing. And if you are pursuing an idea that is deep rooted in, in uh, a desire for you and you have a lot of faith in it, um, you will start taking the actions that lead you to achieving what you want and, and, and helping solve that problem. Um, but also people are gonna believe in your story more because they're gonna see a charismatic leader, someone who you're gonna go and talk to people and it's gonna come through that you're like, hey, this is a serious issue and here's why I'm doing this. Doesn't that make sense? Like I'm not making this up. This is, uh, you know, I went through this life trauma. I went through this life experience or you share someone else's experience that jolted you, uh, whatever it may be, these power of these stories and then you believing so deeply in what you're doing is going to come through and that's what's gonna attract people. Um, to your business. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast.